Have you ever felt so lost in your life that your soul feels so empty? Feeling the need to find that purpose and healing? Holy Cray Podcast is for anyone who is starting their journey through self-love or anyone who is embarking holistic healing. Women who need empowerment. Women who don't have a voice. Women who want to jumpstart their journey in reaching their higher self. In each episode, I share bit size of my story of how I overcame an autoimmune disease and lessons I've learned in my life. We'll talk about how I had to unlearn old thought patterns that's not serving me anymore. Fears I had to acknowledge and overcome one by one. Recognizing my ego's self-limiting beliefs about my full potential and having my mentors along the way who have helped me shift that mindset to tuned in, tapped in, and turned on to my most authentic self. Hi everyone, welcome back to my episode. I'm really excited to talk about the topic in today's episode because we'll be talking about the books that became my mentors in my journey and what are my key takeaways from them that until this day, I am still using their principles that tremendously change my whole well-being. All right, let's dive in. Years before I was diagnosed with autoimmune disease, I was working with this client and San Rafael, and we were in this vegan shop. It was really a beautiful day. And on this vegan coffee shop, there is a bookstore right beside it. So I was just mindlessly, you know, exploring this place because I haven't been there and it's my first time. And at that time, I was really yearning for a change. I was soul searching. I, I just had a really awful breakup at that time. So I'm really eager to change, just yearning for a fulfilling life, yearning to live that life with purpose. So I started from, I don't know what, what drawn me into, but it was through meditation. I started doing that for five minutes back then. And I wanted to know more. I feel like I'm doing things wrong because I know what's the step, what's the specific step. So I I went to this bookshop and it looks so serene. There's a free chai bar in the corner. And then I saw this lady. She was like, like, it's so cliche because she was wearing this like long white gown. I don't know if it's a gown or a maxi dress. That's, you know, you see these ladies in this desert and just like flowingly. <laughs> it's just, she looks so peaceful. And I asked her, um, would you would you have any recommendation for someone who just started meditating and just want to learn more deeper level level of 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 this practice? So she recommended the first ever book for me that I learned about spirituality was The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. So this book Kid you not, I don't have any idea about spirituality. I was born and raised as Catholic. And actually, also midway, I was also Iglesia Ni Cristo. And way, way back while I was on second grade, I was also a Christian. Oh my God. I experienced a whole lot of like religion, which I'll be probably talking about on a different episode. <laughs> but yeah, so my key takeaways for this one is the practice of self-awareness and how do we 
focus on that and how that impacts your life in daily in your daily living. So one one statement that really caught me was depressance is freedom from thought. Isn't that so deep? Like we are consciously or we are unconsciously having so many compulsive thoughts in our head that it's like nonstop, like rushing in our head that we sometimes get lost in, in stillness. And, and with that being said, like what Eckhart Tolle just imparted me was just to focus on now and worry tomorrow. Can you just like, isn't that, isn't that like a practical sense of just say, why are you worrying about the next day to do list wherein what you are doing at this moment of time will reflect your progress the next day? So the future is not even created yet. What you are doing right now is is going to reflect the next day or for your future. So what is more important is the now, the present, the present time. Your life is now. Your life situation exists in this time right now. So the real thing that you have to really focus on is right now. Isn't that crazy? Like it's so easy to forget that your life exists in this present moment of time. On the other hand, like your finances, yeah, your career, your relationship, those are situations that, that exist in your mind. And too often we allow our mind to consume our present moment that we forget to live in this moment of time to enjoy. And we fail to recognize the difference between our thoughts about reality and reality itself. So again, and what this book like taught me is complaining is equivalent to non-acceptance. To complain is always non-acceptance of what is. So life is, is as is. When you criticize, condemn, complain, you're basically not accepting the real, the reality. Instead, you are rejecting the reality with your expectation, with your false expectation with the thoughts or the worried or, or the fantasized thoughts about what reality should be. So with this, with this constant expectation, with this false expectation and with this, with this non-acceptance of how life as is, doing so will lead us being less happy. And instead of accepting the situation, facing them and figuring and figure out the productive solution that you should take and move forward from it. We are not. It's because like we're just constantly complaining. Like, what are you doing? What is the what? What is making? What does complaining give you a difference? Or what? What does it give you to change or to just like solve that problem that you are complaining about? So this. the key takeaways for me with this book that helped me really practice self-awareness that whatever we are doing right now is all that matters because what you do today will reflect your future like I said and what habit that you are cultivating right now will add up to your future goal, to your future goals 
Wow, that book is so powerful. Second book that I highly recommend for everyone to have in their bookshelves is The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. Wow, like this book just literally changed my way of living. The way I react, the way I talk to myself, to others, and the way I perceive myself. I found this book like five years or six years ago Oh yeah, five years ago when when I was really at that point where I feel like, wow, I need more. I need more things to learn. I feel like I have so much to learn about myself that I, I it's still like surfacing, like what's going on. And I just, I was diagnosed, at, I, I'm, I already had my disease back then and I have so many triggers, agitation that I, I just don't know why I constantly am in this pool of stress. It's because of my hormones, but I don't want to be on that victim mentality anymore. Like I want to like be on, on that feeling of sense of freedom. So this book really changed my ways how I perceive things. The book revolves around the fact that as we grew up, we were given a set of rules or a given guidelines by our parents who also received these rules that were passed on to them generation by generations. And these rules became our beliefs. And even if we didn't choose them and have resistance towards them, we accepted and agreed to many of them at some level. So, First rule that I really love is be impeccable with your word. Like, seriously, be impeccable with with your word. Words are powerful. That is a fact, straight, 100%. Often, it causes ourselves, others, suffering. Why? Because what we say lives an imprint on others, and and we are imprinting those words within ourselves. We may not mean to cause harm, but we do not but what we do not know is how much of an imprint our words may have on someone. Like how would they perceive it and how would they feel about it? Yeah, for you you intend not to offend anybody, but for them they have specific triggers, they have specific beliefs, set of beliefs in the way you are putting that words towards them. Am I making sense? Like it's the same way others may cause us harm. We don't know their intentions or motivation behind their words, but we take them in and on some level, on some level to agree to their words. Their words change our perceptions of others and ourselves. And it's it's also it's like what you Talk, or the way you dialogue with yourselves can be a very perfectionist person that I tend to procrastinate because I'm so overwhelmed with the things that I want to do. And then I criticize myself every step of the way because I feel like it's not good enough. And that all roots down from my feeling of self-worth, of not being good enough in what I do in life. So being impeccable with your words, being compassionate and, and having that self-compassion and allow, be more intentional with your words will allow seeds of love to be planted rather than seeds of fear or good bacteria rather than bad. Begin, begin, begin to use words to be kind. So first focus on yourself. Notice how you talk to yourself and transform your words. Rewire your thoughts. Then continue using words to spread, to spread that kindness. 
this rule or this fundamental rule is about don't take things or anything personally. Not everything is about you. What someone does or says is not because of you. It's about the other person or maybe this person is projecting their reality towards you because all people live in their own mind. What others say and do is because of the agreements they have with themselves. It's due to their old programming. And if you take things personally, you're agreeing that it's true. Perpetrating these toxic agreements in your own mind. Because I used to be like this. Like Whenever someone like give me a constructive criticism, even if it's constructive, I take things personally before. I thought it was a mirror of attacking my own full full life like i don't know it was just like ruminating rumination of thoughts pull of thoughts that i feel like it all boiled down to my old programming and how i feel unworthy of things when someone called me out so it was that toxic mindset of just constant constant uh constant degrading myself from one specific statement that came up from anybody that that it's not even worth of putting my energy on so even in our own minds we experience this like random thoughts that have no explanation conflicting beliefs so we need to really take account of our agreements in order to sort this whole chaos you have the choice to believe or not to believe what others say to you like how abraham hicks would say you are the deliberate creator of your own life And how Gabriel Bernstein would say, always choose again method, the choose again method, choose the best feeling, choose whatever you want to receive, choose whatever the the dominant thought that you want to have to manifest in your life, to manifest that feeling. So so whatever you believe, what you say to yourself, you will definitely sink that in. When you make it a strong habit not to take anything personally, you'll find that you'll have a huge amount of freedom. Oh my gosh, that's how I feel now these days. I I still have moments of I feel attack. Oh my gosh. But I I I am more aware because of the power of now book. Like I am more consciously aware of my own thoughts, my ego, how they creep in. And I take a step back to recollect that thoughts and just like let it sink in and I'm let it marinate. And the next day I would be Oh my gosh, that's not me. It's just this is my ego. My ego's making sh- story about myself that is totally against me. This is not what I want. I want to feel this way. So n- never because you you are you have the power to choose whatever your dominant thought is and you you you're the only one who you can receive or you have you have the decision to either receive that comment or negativity, or block it with healthy boundaries. So choosing peace and happiness over anger and fear is totally the best way, and it's not selfish at all. It's preserving your happiness, preserving your energy, preserving your inner peace. So never take things personally. I definitely kid you not like ever since I've known about this it's so practical but I've been applying this in every situation of my life especially at work oh my gosh this is such a great rule for work 
do conclusion when someone doesn't text you back or let's say someone would be just like hey i want to call you i want to talk to you about something and the next thing you know you'd be like assuming like oh my god so many pull of negative things i've had those moments oh my gosh especially in my relationship when someone okay when you text them and they didn't text you back and they responded like the next day oh my gosh why you didn't respond to me okay i have all those moments like really bad making conclusion gives you so much suffering and it's just like oh it's like really it's this is really an important role that we really have to take in because the problem with assumption is that we believe they're true and we take them personally rather than asking or clarifying someone or communicating or reasoning in a very rational we assume we also do this to ourselves we or even overestimating ourselves because we don't take time to ask ourselves questions we sabotage our our capabilities because we assume that we can't we assume the negative things that oh i can't do that because i'm this and that but we haven't even tried to do it like we haven't even like oh let's take a risk but because we assume that we can because of our fears and that's like limiting us so it's always better to ask questions than to make assumptions because assumptions sets us up for suffering find your voice ask for what you want focus on clear communication with yourself and others that is the key for this never make don't ever make assumptions because i am that type but you know if someone really isn't communicating with you like period just straight up call them out talk to them instead of you like suffering with all of this like questionable remarks reach out to them there's nothing wrong with that the big book like the main book that everyone should have and the last rule is about always doing or always do your best whenever you do your best there's no more or no less when you try to do hard to do more than your best you will spend more energy then that is needed and and in the end if you did your best and something happened that that didn't turn out well you won't feel any regret at all like i did my best so if 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 you did your best at that moment and then someone said oh you still need to work on this and it's not a great thing because you thought that was your best but you can do better you can do more than that so whenever you do a project or anything in your life don't half ass it always put your best foot forward because there when you really do everything in 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 your fullest in what your mind think that you're capable of and then and something happened and then the failure comes in or and then the mistake comes in that just means like wow there's more room for growth and then it means you are bigger than what you thought your best that you can be so i i believed in this so much that this is why i was so hungry for change i was hungry for growth i was just always like i, I don't beat myself up anymore whenever whenever i make mistakes in life i feel like those mistakes and failures serves me for a purpose because the universe is just telling me this is the path you need to know that you can be better than this that you can do better that you can be bigger than this that you are not only settling for this you don't be it's it's like just 
In uncomfortability, there's always growth. There's always an opportunity for growth. So if you always do your best, there is no space to judge yourself. Like you won't, you won't regret anything. And and the subject and and you subject yourself to things like, wow, like I got nothing to lose. And if things didn't go right, what it's okay because I did my best. And then I can do better next time. Just to close this book, like don't expect that you will always be impeccable with your words. Ego is going to be forever with us. It's going to be like a constant dialogue with it. But when you walk with your ego, being consciously aware with it, don't expect that you will never make another assumption again as well. Just continue to do your best and to continue trying regardless of what happens. Just always know that your best is going to change from moment to moment. And when you're sick or tired, your best is not going to be the same as when you are healthy and full of energy. Because for me at that time, I was sick. I thought that that my best was was not good enough because I, because, because I was in pull of a victim mentality that I was just like so down that I was always blaming it on my sickness because I can't really do better. I kept on comparing myself to different people. Remember that when you're sick or tired, your best is not going to be the same. But when you're healthy or when you're full of energy, when you're working on something you love, your best will be different than if you are working on something you think you should be doing. Oh my gosh, that is so important because like I felt like, I feel forced doing something. When I feel like I'm forced doing something, I don't feel so productive compared to doing something that I'm passionate about. It's just like realizing the importance of spending time on the things that you love and want to do rather than taking action to please others. You'll begin to live life intensely, accomplishing your goals because you are giving your best in all areas of your life. The key is just keeping this agreement in action, you know, applying it in your life and always look back at it. Because the manifestation of life that you want it comes from a continuous action. So with this practice, like it through repetition, I I really repeatedly think don't take things personally when someone is just like, you know, atta- I feel like I'm being attacked internally and then I would just reflect and then I would just write down on my journal and it's like okay today this person told me this and that and it made me feel so angry why am I angry is it because of my egos like saying this and that so it's like release those thoughts like sometimes like really when you look back in this role just repetitively think that it's not always about you. Sometimes people project their hurt, their pain towards you, that that we forget to be in in the present moment, that we forget to, that we have the power to choose to receive that, and that we have the power to choose what we feel right now. So just be consciously aware of what you're feeling and how you perceive things. So many people um, and things will try to break this agreement, but despite the fact that disagreements are simple and logical, they require a very strong commitment to keep them. If you fail, don't judge yourself because what you're going to do is this is a cycle. So start over and over again. Try again. Just stay focused on the present moment and recognize that every moment is a new beginning. Every moment is a new beginning. Remember that. Um, the third one would be 
the May Cause Miracle by Gabriel Bernstein. Okay, I met Gabriel Bernstein last year on her book tour of Super Attractor. Wow, like I, I learned about her through Oprah Winfrey's Soulful podcast in Spotify, and she was talking about her book, Universe Has Your Back. So I was in an intense relationship that I find it hard to really find time for myself. And I was venturing through self-love that year and still doing so. And and this book really helped me to open up those repressed or suppressed emotions that I, I was subconsciously dealing throughout my adolescence year. I didn't know that I was just shrugging it off or just putting them under a rug. So this book opened my heart out. It helped me heal those unhealed wounds. And it was a 40-day commitment. So in the morning, I would pray and then say my affirmation. I feel like this is the book that made me really committed to say my affirmations every morning and say prayers every morning. This book really, oh gosh, like just this book added up all of the things that I've been preparing for all throughout this years of my soul searching. I feel like this book is, I think this is the one that really opened me up with everything for me to receive at this point of my life. I'm going to cry, but no. But yeah, this book really helped me reconnect my relationship with my mom and forgive myself from how I felt about my family back then. And this really made me practice and harness forgiveness that I I cried in so many <laughs> in so many in so many session or in just and just by meditating every day and honing in the fact that I'm really open to heal and it brought me to have this calling to be a light worker to Right now, what I'm doing right now, I felt like this also opened the gates for me to to be taught and to be guided by different teachers along the way, like how I met an amazing shamanic teacher. Her name is San Symes, and how I met this um, coach, like life coach, her name is Kristen, who ha- have had me, um, I'm enrolled with her program in doing a lot of inner work, how to rewire subconscious beliefs and so I could be able to manifest the life that I wanted. And this book, I, I don't think I would be able to be open with those teachings without this book. Like I learned how to be mindful, not to make my practice so special than anybody else. Like my spiritual practice is not as special as anybody anybody else it's like it's the same it's like it's because I love what I'm doing I'm not intending it to be that I'm not attaching myself with my practice that I am better than you or I am more holier quote and unquote than you or or it's I don't want like this book like made me really see everyone all in unity like in just there's no separation separation from others in what I'm doing or my religion, let's say my religion doesn't separate me separate me from loving you or from giving you the love that you deserve, that we all deserve. And I learned to always choose 
happiness over over my ego's my ego's um, need to be right. And I learned I learned happy lessons of forgiveness. That in forgiving, I get everything I want. That in forgiving, I let go and cut cord things that increasingly or just adding so much heaviness in my life that subconsciously I've been carrying on for years that if you forgive you let go of those people that's giving you or you carry on their heavy burdens in your life that's that is completely stopping you or blocking you and just openly receiving more manifestation manifestation in your life and more abundance in your life because you're closed up with your heart from this people that you haven't forgiven yet. I became really committed committed with my spiritual practice from this book and and it's there's so much internal shift that occurred in result of just like accepting this spiritual calling and the commitment for me to give love. I feel like that's the greatest thing that I could ever give myself into the world it's just sharing love and light and just be very proud in the dedication and willingness for them to change that's what i've been calling for to do to just really empower you guys to bring you guys all together with me in this journey that is really powerful that your willingness to change is more than enough to bring light into this world like your commitment to choose love and the universe will totally show what to do and keep your heart and mind open just to receive your inner guide's direction and always trust that the universe has your back. I always say that. I Ever since I always put that in my mind, I know I have this unwavering faith in the universe, God, or however you may call it. It's remember that you don't need to seek the solution. The answer is always within you. And your internal teacher will always show you the way. So stay faithful and willing and receptive to love. Enjoy everything in your journey. As you create and as you live in a miraculous life, it's like there's no no other course or no no one taught us like this this way of living this this practices when we were younger and i feel like it's such a gift i wanted to share that to you it is really possible that when you invest in yourself the more that the universe will deliver so many abundance to you the more that you desire the love that you desire the partner that you desire the more that you invest with yourself because the way you treat yourself just like the law of giving and law of receiving the way that you treat yourself that way that you vibrationally match what you desire it will come to you like instantly like it will come to you in the most divine timing way because when you're ready your manifestation will show up for sure i highly recommend this book i feel like this is like the last step for me it's a very practical and an exciting book but that if you're really ready to just go deep within this is the book for you. It's very simple, but it's very consistent. It has, it really rewires your way of thinking, your action, 
in, in just all aspects of your daily life, including your relationship, your finances, body, self-image. Oh my gosh, like this taught me how to really love more myself and my relationship with my finances. It's really an inspiring book. And it also helped me to release fear, allowing gratitude and forgiveness and love to flow through us without any failing doubt. Those are just the three books that I feel like they're the major books that really helped me in terms of my internal work and self-love journey and spirituality. Like they're the foundation of what I am currently living by or the principles that I live by until this day. So if you have any questions or if you want to know more about the different books that I'm currently working on at this time, I am gladly and openly for or just open to share it with you guys. Just um, follow me on Instagram at Holy Cray Podcast or It's Cray or at It's Cray in Instagram and on Facebook I have a group in there it's called Holy Cray Podcast Group also if you want to buy or purchase these books I have a personal link down below in my description where you could buy this three books in the most affordable way and so if you love this episode guys you know the drill subscribe rate this episode and leave a review because the more you guys do that the more the channel or the podcast or the host will market my channel i really appreciate you guys for tuning in wow i feel like this is the longest one so far for me to do and i am so happy that you guys are here every week for me so i hope to see you again on my next episode because i have a very awesome guest coming in all right gratefully cray